Welcome to the latest episode of Don't Work With Tossers, the podcast that will help you rid tossers from your life through business tips and life lessons. Today's guest is Claire Clifford, owner Hello. of Sunshine Digital, and thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Our episode title today is Life is Too Short to Work with Tossers, and Claire's story will help you to understand just a little bit why she believes this. She isn't wearing her necklace today that says don't be a dick on it, um, which is actually her mantra, but she does have some very interesting earrings, so to save me having to have this bleeped out i'm not going to tell you exactly what they say but it says f no on the other one on the other one um thanks for coming claire so tell us how long have you run sunshine digital and what did you do before that so i've run sunshine digital for we're coming up to the sixth birthday but i worked freelance i've worked freelance now for about nine ten years okay before that i spent about a decade um, working in various forms of business development, marketing, networking. Um, I worked for a social housing consultancy, um, loved it, travelled all over the country and then I had my daughter and being all over the country every week didn't lend itself very well to going back to work with a nine-month-old baby. So um, I got offered voluntary redundancy I knew I didn't want to be there forever and I just thought I'm never going to get offered this amount of money to leave a job that I don't really like. So I left and never looked back really. It seems quite a common pattern for women that have been in the corporate world or had a you know rather large employer that once they've had their children they don't want to necessarily go back and work in the same way that they did previously and um yeah, it's interesting that a number of guests have, have sort of said the same thing. And, and a lot of people that I work with, that's been their pivot point of when they've made that decision. But knowing what I know about you, um, you've had some real life hurdles to face. And I understand um, that you honestly do believe that life is too short to work with tossers. I believe through the work that I do um, and have done with some as trustee of some of the charities mm-hmm. that it's definitely too short. And um, But you've had some real lived experiences that a lot of people would have given up, I think, or, or, or just said, no, I, I can't carry on. But I've come to understand the short time that I have known you, that you, you don't give up, you're not a giver-upper. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your story? So, yeah, um, I my daughter Layla was nine months old when I took... No, she was nearly two, actually, when I eventually took voluntary redundancy. And um, I kind of freelanced, took on contracts, worked in the background, doing marketing for various companies. I never really had the, the balls to set up my own business. I was more than happy just to work my contacts and work quietly in the background and not be the face of my business. Um, I always knew the plan was to have another child as well so I kind of just chugged along for a couple of years um and then I had another little girl um in November 2016 I had my sunshine Charlotte um and um at the same time a contract of mine that I was supposed to go back to work after 10 weeks of having her and my contract kind of came to a natural end so I ended up having a bit of maternity leave and my partner at the time was trying to push me to go back to work and very unlike me 
I was like, no, I'm not going yet, I'm not going yet, I'm not going yet, and had a really nice unplanned maternity leave with her. She was just a really chilled out baby. I was a mum of two. I was really pleased to never have to be going through the pregnancy and a newborn stage again because I love my kids, but I don't relish that part. Um, and then um, fast forward to the 18th of June, 2017, um, Sh- Charlotte went to bed and never woke up is the very long, the short story of a very long story. Um, it was a big shock. She hadn't been particularly great the day before. It was a really hot night and she'd been fussing. So she was in bed with me when she died, um, which I will always feel a, a great deal of guilt about if things have been different. Um, so I lost my child. I was in deep grief. Um, I couldn't give up because I had Layla and losing half your children doesn't mean you get to be half a parent. So I had to still continue to be her mum. I remember 48 hours after Charlotte died, it was Layla's first sports day at school and going to watch her and all the other parents being, we can't believe you're here. Why aren't you just laid in bed crying? Because I've still got to be a mum. And then about approximately about six to eight weeks later, I discovered that I was pregnant again. Not planned, bit of a shock, like deep grief. I'm pregnant. Found out in Spain. It was a bit of a Bridget Jones moment trying to get um, a pregnancy test in a in a, a pharmacy that didn't speak English without letting my five year old daughter cotton on to the fact that I might be pregnant. So there I am on maternity leave with no baby. I'm pregnant again with nearly twelve months out of the digital marketing world, and it's a really fast moving world. I knew that I needed to, I was skint because I'd taken nearly a year off work unplanned, getting the lovely maternity allowance of, what is it, about £60 a week? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, you can't really survive that long on that. So I needed to earn some money, and I knew that I needed to earn some money quickly before I was obviously pregnant, because we can all say that you can't not employ a pregnant woman, but I wouldn't employ a, a, a obviously pregnant um, freelancer to do a nine-month contract when they're clearly going to have to take some time off. So I just had to dig in, and my, my focus was to earn money. And after being kind of scared to launch my own business and just kind of work quietly in the background as a freelancer, I decided to, to launch a business. So deep grief, pregnant I was literally coming off calls and puking in a bucket next to me I had that morning sickness it was that bad um I don't really remember much about this time because I was in such a, a bad place mentally I decided to do something to make Charlotte proud of mummy and do something positive in her name rather than let her death be the thing that defined me and break me and just completely make me lose my love of life so I launched Sunshine Digital um because actually losing her made me a bit fearless because having a business fail is absolutely nothing compared to the grief and sadness of losing your child no and I think it's it's like you've said there people can it 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 is something like that in your life can be the defining Mm. moment and you can take it one way or the other and I mean your strength to sit here and talk to us about that is um unbelievable and I know that I've heard you talk before and share stories and that's important to keep Charlotte's legacy alive and I mean I've done a lot of work with um well I've been involved with two different charities 
that were legacy charities mm. for young people that have lost their lives too soon and um that that is very important to do that and as you say unfortunately i mean financial stress is also a huge 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 yeah. problem that a lot of business owners face so for you you'd you'd lost your child you'd got no income apart from the massive maternity allowance that you were obviously getting and you'd got all these other things you face but then to throw financial stress on top of that is is just it can be way too much so Mm. you've got you've got to find a solution and I mean I work with um business owners around the work-life blend coaching and the the third element of the program that I deliver is around finances and people say to me well how what is that about your work-life blend I said well if that's not right it impacts you it takes you down a it can take you down an even darker path um which some people do find themselves down but you didn't you rose to the challenge you your your sunshine shone and um but it didn't end there did it Claire no I mean a lot a lot of people launch charities after they lose a child Mm. but a charity had to start at home for us yeah um and I was quite lucky that um I I saw that um first group PLC so a massive company Mm. and were looking for um someone to come on and help them um, with their content strategy for one of their subsidiaries and I put a quote in and I got the job and that was the first that was the first client I won as Sunshine Digital. So I was a little bit of, of luck and the universe helping me out there. Yeah. So my business went from strength to strength. Um, I had Jack, my little rainbow, um, little rainbow hurricane in the middle of all that. Um, went back to work 48 hours later, <laughs> like you do. Yeah, I had... Um, so my boys are now 31 and 25. Yeah. And I had three weeks off with Tom because I had Mm. my own property lettings business then and I had four weeks off with Charlie my youngest two were either side of giving birth and the first two were because my midwife banned me from driving because she just knew I'd go to work in the office so yeah Yeah. I get that I get the going back to work yeah it was it was really quick um so had him and um life kind of carried on um, I was still in quite a deep depression because I didn't I didn't enjoy being pregnant and I didn't enjoy I love my babies but the newborn phase I found particularly hard I don't do well without sleep so I did begrudge it a little bit having to do it again um, but anyway here we are um, and my business was doing really really well um, so fast forward nearly two years later um, and I'd grown a really successful business. I'd won an award for being Business Mum of the Year through the Women in Business Club. And um, then COVID happened. And literally within 36 hours, I'd lost 90% of my clients because they were having to shut down the business. They don't need to market something that's not open. Um, I found myself at home with two young children, one of whom was, was he tw- 19, 20 months when it happened? who was an absolute, like, I couldn't turn my back. I used to have to put, bring, the, I brought the car seat out of the car and I strapped him in his car seat in the living room in front of the TV because I, I literally couldn't go to the toilet without him, like, rewiring something or putting his fingers in a socket. He's a, he's a force to be reckoned with. Um, and my partner was um, a key worker as well. So I was on my own with this failing business that I'm trying to save with two kids, one of whom was at school and I'm trying to educate. And it was just a really difficult time. Um, but I dug in 
And actually, COVID worked really well for my business in the sense I did so much more. I'd never thought of myself as a coach. But during COVID, a lot of people took it as an opportunity because they stepped back with the business to learn how to do their own social media and create their content properly. So I created a product which still sells on a regular basis to this day where I teach somebody what a good month of content looks like and how to create it. Yeah, and you also produce that great calendar of awareness days yeah. that I love at the beginning of every... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you share it at the end of every month yeah, as well, yeah. don't you? Shameless plug, you can sign up to my newsletter for free and yeah. you get that into your inbox every month. There you go. That's not a shameless plug, that's what... That, <laughs> yeah, we, we're... Uh, I'm not a tosser, I'm not going to say, no, Claire, you can't plug your own business on here. That's what this is all about. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, love, I love that. And um, I mean, the thing that COVID... It had such a massive impact on the world. It wasn't just no, it wasn't just you. Just it wasn't just you. Although yeah. you know, sometimes it felt like it was. Yeah, and I think that was one of the problems. I mean, I had two businesses at the time, and mm. one was looking after B and Bs for people when they went on holiday. The B and B keeper, and that exactly the yeah. same. Um, just lost all the business. But actually, I was at a stage with that business where I needed to make a decision about it anyway. The decision was made for me. So Mrs. B, the B&B keeper, just, you know, that I could end that business. Yeah. But all the business support that I do and all the opportunities and, um, yeah, I worked as mentor, peer-to-peer mm. mentoring with a lot of business owners, one-to-one mentoring on funded programmes. So for me, that was that was like a massive. But then actually at the end of COVID, that just stopped because yeah. everybody stops you know local authorities stopped spending their money and we'd had brexit as well so there was all of that so there's i think i think the one thing as well when you're running your own business and i know this and i and i and this for me is the importance of making sure that the people around you are the right people and you know again element four of the work life blend program build your crowd wisely yeah definitely and it do, you don't have to have a massive crowd around you, but what you have to have is a support network yeah. around you that that cares. Um, and and I always say your crowd is made up of those that buy from you, those that promote you, and those that support you. Mm-hmm. And and that's the importance to stop that loneliness. And you obviously became a member of other people's crowds yeah. to help them with yeah, the content definitely definitely and I still am really yeah. um I think when I work with somebody because I don't work with tossers when I work with somebody it, it's someone who's my sort of person and I will generally stay in touch with them even if it's just via socials and things because I tend not to work with people I don't like <laughs> um, and and all that you've been through so you went through covid mm-hmm. business is really good yeah. Um, roll on 2022. Um, I was having record month after record month after record month. I was doing really well. I wasn't having any time to myself. I was literally working six, seven days a week into the evening, looking after the kids. It was crazy. And then round about the middle of May last year, I started with what I thought was a vomiting bug. And after three weeks, it hadn't gone away. Um, I was ringing my GP. I was ringing one one one, and they were just and I was sleeping for twenty two hours a day, and they were just I was literally getting in my car, doing the school run, and then having to sleep for about until I went and picked the kids up again, picked them up. As soon as my husband got home, I'd go back to bed. I was really there was something. Everybody kept telling me I was okay, and I knew I wasn't. So I ended up 
um, after three weeks of this, various other symptoms started. I ended up in A&E. And when they did my blood test, they did them three times. And they were like, "You, your, your blood tests are basically, you shouldn't be conscious, maybe not alive. Um, I was in heart, liver and kidney failure. Um, I'd, they still don't know quite what happened, but I now have heart failure. Um, they don't know whether I've had it my whole life or whether I had a really nasty virus. Um, so basically the reason that I was getting sick was because oxygen and blood wasn't getting to my liver, so it wasn't able to process anything. So I was being ill because none of the, it wasn't able to remove any of the toxins from my body, so my body was getting rid of it by being ill. Um, and then my other organs were gradually dying. Um, so I spent nearly a month in hospital. Um, again, my business had to grind to a halt because I couldn't. I just couldn't do anything. I couldn't even lift my head to look at a laptop. I was on various treatments, etc., trying to get my heart working again. My heart was working at 8% of what it should be. Um, I was also, I had infected blood clots throughout my body, 32 of them. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty poorly, and my business had to, ground to grind to a halt. But... Um, I now live a relatively, I've had my checkup this week, and I now live a relatively normal life. Um, I will have to have a pacemaker at some point, and I'm on medication for the rest of my life. Um, but there's nothing really that I can't do that I did before. They told me that I wouldn't, I might not be able to walk up the stairs without oxygen. Um, I now go wild swimming, I go to spin class, I do everything. I've even started running a little bit again. So, um, yeah, the, the, all the things they told me I couldn't do, I've done. Well, we su celebrated the first anniversary of you being told that you were never going to be able to walk upstairs yeah. without oxygen. Um, although I didn't know this at the time, yeah. but we did a wet one of Aunt Akers's wellness walks mm -hmm. in Saltair, didn't we? And we climbed up a hill we together. We climbed up a hill to a trig point, yeah, We did. On a really hot day. <laughs> Where Claire announced that she was um, celebrating the anniversary of being told that she'd never be able to walk upstairs without oxygen. Yeah, so we, yeah. yeah, that was a that was a momentous day and and a beautiful day for me to share with yeah, you as it well. Was. So. so yeah, but what that actually what happened was my client base at the time, th those that were understanding. And like literally I had one client who I've had for years who rung me to tell me that he wasn't going to ring me, which was really, really <laughs> sweet. <laughs> I'm ringing you to tell you not to worry about anything. You're all, there's always a job for you here. And I'm ringing you not to tell you that I'm not going to ring you and just let me know when you're well. Um, but it was actually a really good time for me to shed some tosses. Yeah. Because the people who were like, actually, when are you coming back to work? And can you just do? Can you just? No, I'm nearly dead actually so no I can't so after that I really cut back on who I worked with mm. um and I've been much fussier since yeah and I think that's important when I was in labor with my second son um I mean I had some staff that ran the property lettings business um property lettings and management business I had and I used to own it with my mum and I'd bought her out, but mm. she came back in to help. Mm. And this one guy rang, and I still remember this 25 plus years later, um, and he'd rung three times and he insisted on speaking to me. And in the end, my mum got on the phone and she said, if you want to talk to her, you better get up to Scarborough Hospital Maternity Ward because she's currently in labour, giving birth to a second child. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll leave it a few weeks then. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you and now, I, I mean, 
then I had 350 properties that we managed as an agency and I look back now and I think my god I'd probably have had half of that if I'd have shed some tossers yeah yeah but but there are times in your life when you realize that you need to you need to refocus on where you were and I think there are some very defining times I mean you know yours have been massively defining times and and but that refocusing on ridding yourself of the tossers is so important because you you come to understand what is important and what I mean if life hadn't already told you that like three episodes yeah 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 exactly no it definitely did then and but I think I'd got so after covid nearly losing my business and 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 things going so badly overnight losing 90% I think after COVID when it was going well again I didn't stop yeah so I was just taking on like now there's very people can book like a spotlight call with me for free but actually quite often I will say to people I'm sorry I can't got capacity at the moment I hope no one's listening who I've said that to because it means I don't want to work with you yeah um and I do a lot of um work with an intuition intuition coach I think I've introduced you yeah. to Ruth Ruth Richards and she said something the other day if you get a niggle about someone and you ignore it are you ever have you, do you ever regret that and I'm like always if I get a niggle about somebody that something's wrong and I ignore it I always regret it but I never regret not ignoring it so now if I get a niggle about somebody even if I can't explain it, I just don't want to work with them. So Claire's message is don't ignore the niggle. Trust your gut. Yeah, trust your gut. And I think I'd stopped after losing my daughter because my instinct was to take my fussy, poorly baby into bed with me and she died. And then I, I knew I wasn't well a few years later, but I ignored it and kept listening to the medical professionals and thinking, I'm going to be okay, it's just a sickness bug, I'm, I'm going to it's going to go away and let myself get so poorly I completely lost the trust in myself yeah and I think learning to trust my gut again has really helped because I don't end up stuck with tosser clients or anyone really no in like in work or in life in life yeah if I'm usually if I'm like I don't like you even if I can't explain it then I'm I'm nearly always right Claire, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Don't Work With Tossers and um, good luck with everything that you're doing. Thank you um, for having me. I love the work you do and um, yeah, keep keep on keeping on and life is definitely too short to work with tossers. Yeah, absolutely. No tossers allowed. <laughs>